serve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. The world is very different now, for man holds in his mortal hands the power to abolish all forms of human poverty and all forms of human life. Let both sides explore what problems unite us. Instead of belaboring those problems which divide us, we dare not forget today that we are the heirs of that first revolution. Ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Aaron, 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 welcome again to the tavern. It's been have, two weeks. We're here I have again. been needing a drink. I've been thirsty. Oh, yes. Let's hop right into the drink. So you picked out the drink this time. So tell me the story, then I'll tell you my story. <laughs> my story is not that uh, exciting. Um, and I picked it mainly because I'm lazy. And every time we pick a drink or you pick a drink, um, you're clever and you go to places that will sell you a single or only two cans uh i only ever buy a pack um so my fridge is quickly filling up with a random random assortment of uh beer so i was uh given this um by a friend as a gift and was like you know what i haven't tried it yet i will hold on to this and then i will make jake go on an adventure to find it solely for the fact that i do not want more random beer in my fridge until I've had a chance to drink it. And with the uh, Memorial day coming up, I feel like I'll have ample opportunity to uh, drink. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you picked a young lion Mexican lager and it's a special release from young lion brewing company. Uh, I've heard of young lion before. I've never heard of the Mexican lager. So I, I Googled this when you sent it over to me and everything I saw said, this is a limited release released last year young lions website doesn't even have this on their website anymore <laughs> had i going, known it was that rare i probably would not have uh, recommended it and i'm gonna go and shit i'm not gonna be able to find this thing and of course <laughs> you messaged me before i went to wegman's on sunday because we went to ithaca last weekend so i'm at wegman's sunday morning and i'm like you know what i'll look for it while i'm here it's nowhere to be found in wegman's and that's when i started the research on it <laughs> And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to give up on this yet. I'm going to go check out AJ's Beer Warehouse in Henrietta because I like AJ's. It's better than beers of the world. I get there and I'm looking and right in the cooler is Young Lions Brewing Company almost right as you walk in. And not only is there like a row of them, there's like a full 12 rows of just this beer. Wow. So I'm like, Okay, put that in the cart, head into the cooler in my shorts and t-shirt, which was a bad idea because I'm in the cooler <laughs> like, oh my God, it's so cold in here. And I picked out four other beers. Uh, I love AJ's Beer Warehouse. They are absolutely good uh, and great. I also uh, bought one that I might make you go find from, uh, I think it's Medieval Brewing. It's called Storm the Castle, Not the Capital, Brewed with Common Sense. <laughs> perfect uh and there was another one called illuminati which uh we might bring out for our conspiracy episode of the campfire chats yes we'll use that for our expanded universe episode yes so let's crack this open and try this uh mexican lager right off the bat smell i can smell it right in my face it smells like a lager mm. got a full body to it it's not bad it's subtle. It's not great, but it's not bad either. I would just like to point out. So I don't know enough about beer, but. So it's called a Mexican lager. Yeah. Yet the description says this traditional German style Vienna lager is a true south of the border <laughs> favorite. Okay. Our take on the warm weather brew crafted with Santum hops for an earthy, noble aroma. This session beer has a moderate caramel palette with a multi background that lands with a soft and mild bitterness i mean like the second half of that description i 100 agree with i mean very well done caramel palette check 
malty background that lands with soft, mild bitterness. Check. Aftertaste is pretty good. Yeah, actually, second sip, when it's not all the foam, it's a little bit better than my first sip. It might be one of those beers that kind of gets better towards the middle. Mm. So, Mm -hmm. um, but I would like to just, again, point out that it is a Mexican lager that is really a German Vienna lager or a Vienna lager in the German style that is enjoyed by Mexicans. Maybe lagers are popular down in Mexico. I mean, the only beer I really know them for is Corona. When I think lagers, <laughs> usually I think like northern beers, at least yeah. stateside. I'm going to say, Young Lion, if, if you're one of our seven listeners, uh, explain yourself on your naming. And, yeah, and we'll you know, talk. I, if I think lager, to be honest, like I know it's not fully a lager, but Molson Canadian is the first place my head goes to. And that's more from hockey games because, like, <laughs> when you go to a hockey game, your choice is blue blue light or molson and i hate blue light i don't mind regular blue but it has to be the one brewed in canada not this uh american brew it it's completely different so i'm always going to go with the molson canadian which is a lager so lager in quotation marks true in quotation marks so Aaron, before we get talking about our main topic today, which I think will be a fun one, I just got to point out, you're a 90s kid as well, right? Correct. You did your fair share of gaming in the 90s, right? Yes. What was your system of choice? N64. Really? N64? So I was uh, I was a Nintendo kid through and through. I uh, never had the Nintendo Entertainment System. I started with the Super Nintendo or the SNES as the cool kids called it. <laughs> and I I held onto it hard. I had the Super Nintendo N64. I did go with the GameCube. I had the Game Boy, Game Boy Color, See, Game Boy Advanced. I was a Sega kid. Uh, I got a Sega Genesis when I was younger. I actually remember going to Blockbuster and renting Sega Genesis's for a weekend before I had it. It came in this big bulky briefcase my first handheld system was the sega nomad which was literally this like two inch screen that you could put a sega genesis cartridge in (laughs) and play it but even though the screen was two inches the thing was like 22 feet long to be able to support a full genesis in it and then uh i dropped sega and went over to playstation and since the playstation one have really been a playstation person just really getting back into nintendo with the switch Never really been an Xbox guy, but that saying, I enjoy a good classical game. You know, I I like Mm -hmm. hunting out some of those games I used to play. And do you enjoy buying classical games every now and then? I do. I do. Well, I've got the place for you to buy those classical games. It's Ridley's Gaming Realm. It is a Facebook page for classical gaming discussion. And people can trade their classical games between each other. And there's been no fraud the past year in their game sales on this Facebook page. It's a great resource for your classical games. Thanks for the heads up. I'm definitely going to check it out now. You really should. Again, that's Ridley's Gaming Realm on Facebook. So with that, you know, now that we're doing ad pivots on the show, (laughs) I I tried to I didn't tell you I was going to do this. It was supernatural. Like you caught me off guard. I like it. Let's so. just do that from now on. Like when you work your magic and get us a sponsor, just have a conversation. I'll I'll they'll be like, wow, your co-host, he's supernatural. He just goes with it every time. Yeah, because he has no fucking clue what's going on, which is perfect because that's how I like to operate. I have not told them we're going into ad reads at all, but uh, I'm going <laughs> to trick them into them. Like, OK, I'm not going to pay him shit. we're gonna make a little tiny tiny bit of money we we, i'm gonna be honest with you we don't got high listener count on the network so we do not (laughs) take a big take home at the end of the day (laughs) seeing as you do 99 percent of the work and i just show up and uh run my mouth for an hour uh i leave all that up to you and trust you in in investing back into the podcast with that note, though, before we hop into our main topic, we are getting merch. 
we're going to have t-shirts mm. and if everything goes right and I remember it, maybe <laughs> there'll be a link down below or wherever you listen to this Ooh. to our merch page so you can get your own Bolin Moose Tavern podcast t-shirt. Awesome. Merch link in bio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, advertising kind of leads well into the movie we're talking about today because we're talking about uh, Mike Judd's judge's idiocracy and yes. the politics in idiocracy i'm excited for this one i will so, say i watched it uh i watched it today cut it a little close but uh to honor the movie um in its truest sense i decided that the best way to watch it is through a third party uh torrent uh pirated copy Oh, um, with all of the obnoxious Chinese ads that pop up, just got to click those away. I did actually spend ten dollars and buy it on Amazon Prime, also Ooh. honoring the movie in its own way <laughs> of giving into big business. Um, and it's been some years since I've seen it. Uh, you know, one of my other one of the favorite podcasts I have is Dak Shepard's Armchair Expert. And damn, does Dak Shepard look young in this movie? Uh, I did and, like a triple take. Like, is that is that Dax? Is this? that really? Is he playing Frito? Yeah, he is. Uh, you know, I re wanted to try to steal that beginning audio from the movie where they talk about the stupefaction of America. And I was like, we'd probably get hit with a copyright claim if I stole that beginning <laughs> uh, audio. So it the movie's oddly prolific in ways, and it has some interesting political takes in not being a fully political movie, but has strong political undertones throughout the right. entire thing. Uh, so for those of you who haven't seen it, uh, Luke Wilson plays an army officer who is the most average officer in the entire armed forces. So he is selected to be frozen for a year in a test to free soldiers till their best use possibility. And the guy running the program uh, has to go find an average female, can't find one within the military. So he goes and gets a prostitute to also be part of the um, ring. And in doing that, he f kind of becomes best friends with her pimp and also <laughs> starts running a prostitution ring, which causes the soldier and prostitute who are frozen to be completely forgotten and get frozen for 500 years i think it is before the great garbage avalanche of 25 2505 25 well it was the great garbage avalanche that led to their unfreezing yes that is what led to their unfreezing they somehow these coffin like things made it to the top of a garbage pile and the avalanche caused them to come crashing down because people are too stupid to know what to do with their garbage so they just keep piling it up Yes, and we now enter a very depressing uh, dystopian universe where the world has been extremely stupefied. Well, I won't say the world. I will say America, because I have a theory that I'm going to discuss about this movie Okay, as we go on uh, that popped up as headcanon. Um, so we now enter a world where they water plants with Mondo because it has electrolytes. It's what plants need. It's what it's what plants crave. It's Jake. what plants crave. I'm sorry. It's what plants crave. Uh, the president is played by Terry Crews and is just pretty much a big muscular guy. And everyone's stupid. And uh, the very average character played by Luke Wilson is considered to be a a smarty pants because he speaks in full sentences. He's he's the smartest person in the world. He is the smartest person in the world at this point. So that's uh, so we'll get on your theory in a second. But they do say multiple times he's the smartest person in the world. They do. It's an it's an interesting. So the core underlying uh, theory of the movie is that stupid people reproduce <laughs> 
at higher rates than intelligent people. So after 500 years, uh, all the intelligent people have uh, died out. Yes. And only stupid people exist. Yeah. And as problems got worse, uh, all the scientists were now stuck on figuring out how to make erections last longer. So the problems just kept getting worse and worse. And uh, hair. It was erections and hair. Prevent hair loss and uh, erections. Yes. Um, But yeah, so now we end up in this world that is um pretty much the wwe on steroids um kind of what i half was joking should have actually decided the president uh trump biden election and that they should have had a table ladder chair match in the wwe (laughs) and whoever got the pin ended up being the next president um that's like how all the how all the cabinet members in idiocracy where uh where the crest of their department in like on a, a giant flavor necklace flavor yeah style. flavor flav style necklace yes um well i think one of the interesting things that caught me right off the bat is like when luke wilson's chair falls through he falls into dax shepherd's character fredo 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 fredo's uh, almost everybody is named after like corporate things yes uh frito's house and frito's sitting in a big comfy chair watching an oversized tv screen that has a show on called ow my balls which is surrounded by ads on it and when he gets up we also find out that his chair is also his toilet fantastic Um, i should start selling those you should uh but i mean i think that gets to you know, something with modern advertising that, you know, we've got these at times really dumbed down shows. I feel like we're getting more intelligent shows now than we ever have. But at the same time, like, ow, my balls was totally a shot at like jackass at the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and well, because this movie came out in 2005, right? Yeah. 2005, I believe. 2006. But it was Two- it, it was re- it was filmed in 2005. Gotcha. So. I mean, the ads, that feels like how we get our ads on um, phones now. Like, I'm playing a couple mobile games. and That's true. After every round, you're getting hit with some sort of ad that you can't skip now. Like, or there's some banner ad at the top and some banner at the bottom. And you could pay for the premium to get, get rid, rid of, of half the ads, the ads but you're still going to get the ads that in, you know, interlude. Yeah, premium ow my balls. You get rid of the ads on the side and get to see full screen ow my balls. But I like my I like money. Yeah, I like money. I like money. So as things progress, Luke Wilson's character is like, Oh, is there a time machine? I'm in the future. Um, and sorry, first of all, he gets his government ID UPC tagged yep. onto him because he's an untagged person yes and he's unscannable unscannable and dr justin long free yep. flips out about unscannable uh and because the machine is stupefied enough uh he ends up with his name being not sure and through yep. the rest of the movie uh he goes as the character not sure and uh when they send him to prison, he has to take an IQ test, and it's the stupidest IQ test you've ever seen. And that's how they find out he's the smartest person. And he literally lies his way out of prison by walking yes. in, saying, actually, I'm supposed to be getting out today. I'm supposed to be leaving. <laughs> oh, stupid. You should be in that line. So if only that worked. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, so now we live in this in this world. It's an over copper corporized world where like the costco's is a whole city in and of itself with an amusement park and a school in it uh starbucks is where you go to get your hand jobs yep uh yep. everything other... is adult themed yeah, everything is adult themed uh fuddruckers became butt butt fuckers butt fuckers but I, mean, I mean let's be fair yeah it's we all we all were thinking it it's we, yeah. we all knew that was coming but then it starts to get political after he uh, escapes again. He's brought to the White House. 
because he's the smartest person and he can fix all the problems. And that's where we meet President Camacho, played by Terry Crews, and not sure is there to fix the plant issue that plants are no longer growing because they aren't watering plants with water. They're watering it with electrolytes. It's what plants crave. It's what plants Jake. crave. And Brando. So they, so they bring in, uh, he's like, we should use water. You, you mean, mean like, like toilet water? Like toilet water? This man wants to put toilet water on the plants. What, like to drink? Like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. And long and short of it, it ends up working. Uh, but before they find out it ends up working, he gets sent to uh jail again and gets pretty much sent into a death match against a bunch of cars yes rehabilitation rehabilitation one night rehabilitation before he he... ends up having to fight beef supreme beef supreme uh before he himself ends up becoming president at the end of it and he makes dax shepherd's character um the vice president and what was it uh not sure has three children and they're the smartest children in the world and dax's character has 26 children with six different women and yeah. they're some of the dumbest children in yeah, the world t- so yeah so they're like he takes he has taken eight wives and ends up having 30 children yeah and they are the dumbest children in the world oh yes so i don't know i, I think This hits too close to home politically at times because the stupid over-the-top politics of it almost feels like the politics we're actually in right now. Or at least getting closer. Yeah, well, we're getting closer and closer. Here's the one that that hit me the hardest, and that was um, there's a part where they're explaining why the crops are all dead and why... Uh, Brondo, which is basically Gatorade, is being sprayed on all the plants. And it, they literally go, uh, the corporation realized that water was cutting into their uh, their sales revenue. So they bought the FDA. And then they bought another agency. I can't remember what it was. I don't remember. They were like, yes, they they're bought- like, they bought the FDA. And they like department of brondo and then they bought this other agency and that's when they changed all the everything over to gatorade and the half half the country works for brondo yes and the reason not sure gets sent to jail is because when he changes everything back to water brondo's stock goes down to zero and yeah uh, they have to lay people off and the like, computer about, does an automatic layoff. What about the algorithms? That is the algorithms. We're <laughs> all unemployed right now. <laughs> so serious question, because everybody's so stupid and they created these computers to be able to still function. Are the computers really the ones in charge? Um, Possibly. So this gets into my theory about the movie. Okay. Because lay we it on me. Let's don't start there. Hear about any of the other countries in the movie, like Canada and stuff. I really believe that America is kind of walled off and has become an entertainment show for the rest of the world. And the rest of the world is perfectly fine. They're living in advanced civilization 500 years in the future, and America is their TV show. And that's how everything's up and running because, you know, a Canadian sneaking through the, the snake tunnels of Ethernet cables to make sure that the computer's still up and running to keep the show going. Interesting theory. I mean, as I watch it's it, fun. I'm like, because the world would be destroyed if everyone was that stupid. Someone would have launched a nuke accidentally and started a yes. cascade. There's got to be some reason that the world is not completely destroyed. Well, my theory with with that 
is that as people started getting dumber, the smartest people who weren't reproducing put systems in place to take things offline before they passed away to make sure that the dumb ones who were going to be in charge didn't. So basically you had like a room full of scientists who were like, okay, we've run the numbers in a hundred years. We're going to be too stupid to be able to turn on this computer. So let's just deactivate it now. Let's send all the nukes into the sun. <laughs> They'll never know. We'll tell them it's fireworks. There's only six of us left over a hundred. Yeah, possibly that the smart people t- putting contingency, maybe the smart people are actually living on the moon. Like I, Ooh. I, I have a hard time believing that the world got that stupid. And because part of it is that intelligence does not have to do purely with your genetics. No, not at all. There would be kids who are curious and get smart and relearn things. Like I've watched enough post-apocalyptic stuff to realize that like there's no way to really stupefy the world as much as it is in this movie. This is a social commentary about the way things were going which still stands relatively true today. But he does. So basically the way I see it, the movie makes one, one assumption and holds it as fact. And that is that intelligence is genetic. Yes. It it's has the to only way the movie works. So it's, if you are smart and you, and you mate with a smart person, you have a smart child. If you are dumb and mate with a dumb person, you have a dumb child. It's the only way the movie works. That is the only way the movie works. It's not and, true. And that would life. make sense for the entire world. Because the you know, the the two assumptions are dumb people reproduce at a higher rate than uh um smart people. And um that would that would hold true regardless of where you live. Um, funny enough, that's not true either. <laughs> I don't believe. I don't believe dumb people reproduce more than uh, um, smart people. I think Mormons reproduce more than <laughs> than anybody else. I mean, well, let's talk about this for a moment because the movie at the very beginning follows two couples as they have multiple children or no children at all it follows a rich couple and a poor couple and rich smart couple yes and i think there's an extreme bias that we can see right at the very beginning of the movie in this in that the rich couple are definitely well-educated socialites from the city a city I don't know. It might be New York. It could be San Francisco. It's not really clear. The dumb couple is like backwoods uh, Southerners, uh, you know, and there's one part where the son wins the football game and he's like, I'm going to impregnate you, you and you tonight. Like, and it's definitely got an extreme bias in what it's saying is smart and dumb right right there. And we could talk about how it's trying to say that, you know, though he does not show any political opinions at the beginning, there could definitely be an analysis drawn trying to say that he's saying the liberals are the smart couple and the conservatives are the dumb couple. And I think that's completely wrong, but I think that bias could easily be drawn from what he's showing off in the movie i can see the bias being drawn um but i would say that it's almost like the the way i see it and the way i think about that is someone like someone who's actually conservative or leans to the right is not going to look at the um the the white trash guy the white trash family and say oh yeah they're conservatives um, but they would look at the yuppies and be like, oh, yeah, you're definitely liberals. Yeah. But a leftist will look at the liberals and go, oh, yeah, those are our people. And then go, you know, oh, the white trash guys, those are those are on the right. And it's one of those like I look at the white trash family and I go, they're not on the right. They're not they're Well, 
I mean, in all honesty, you got that many kids. You're definitely going to be looking for some social <laughs> welfare programs. Hey, hey, hey. I take my welfare, but no one else can have it. <laughs> so that's more leftist. I'm just going to throw that out there. No, but, no, because I don't want anyone else to have it. <laughs> but I mean, it's yes, he's very clearly making it, you know, look, the, the yuppie couple is either from New York or from California. Yes, they're and, from one of the major big cities. They're not and, even from and, like a Rochester. They're from New York right. City or mm-hmm. L.A. or San mm-hmm. Francisco. And the the white trash are most likely from Florida because let's all be fair. That's that was a Florida person. That's I don't know. Man. I, I was looking at that and going, that could be Florida. Like he could be trying Oklahoma there. Like isn't Florida in Georgia? Yeah, no, it was Georgia. It was Georgia's in Florida. That is Florida. <laughs> Wait, isn't Georgia in Florida? <laughs> uh, but they're definitely in the yeah you're you're right in that the early part of the movie they're definitely trying to um you know make it seem like one group of people are the smart ones and one are the dumb ones yeah which is not true at all yeah people on all sides. has nothing to do with your social class i mean it does have a little bit to do with your ability to reach education but that's just because if you have that already exploratory mind if you can get a hold of the education easier it's easier to keep developing that but that doesn't mean that someone who was born into the family at the beginning that had 54 children couldn't have been smart and you know sought out scholarships and ended up at harvard or anything right i mean and, you know, there's stories throughout history of people being born into um, impoverished or terrible conditions that, you know, you know, were able to rise above or, um, you know, had an increased amount of intelligence and just through the sheer human spirit and will, you know, uh, were able to nurture that intelligence and really um, grow and flourish outside of their family union. Yeah, what I think would, and I mean, it's a movie of its time written in 2005. And I think, you know, we have 15 years between that, 16 years between that now. Let me just put Uh, it this way. After watching that movie today, there is no way in hell that would get released today. Oh, God, no. Oh, with, with cancel culture the way it is. I mean, the first 15 minutes i was dying laughing but i was like oh my god you can't say that now you can't do that yeah i don't think that movie would get released today no one would (laughs) go that way um what i think though would be what i think more would have led to the stupefaction that we see is this reliance that grew on technology to do jobs for us that and that's shown throughout the movie that you know, food is done by a machine at that point. Your doctor yep. is no longer a doctor. It's three probes, one that goes into your butt, one that goes into your mouth, one goes into your hold on. That one's the butt one. <laughs> this one's the mouth one. No this way. One's the ear one. It's mixing them around. And then it tells you what you have. Uh, you know, your TV provides everything to you like that. I think the stupefaction comes a lot more from the self-reliance we gain on technology. And I think that was something in this day and age that I wish a movie of this type would have explored more is how self-reliant they became. Like the fact that when um, they're running away from the cops, the cops, well, the algorithm, because I don't think the cops would have been smart enough to do this, were able to turn off Dax's car. Right. And then they attacked him with like, super machine guns and blew the car to smithereens we got him exactly so that's it that's an interesting thing when talking about legality and uh the politics of the um movie one interesting thread that i saw in it is the entire american governmental system is still intact just very as broken. it is now well not even that it's perfectly intact just ran by the dumbest people ever like yes broken but not not like 
broken in the truest sense. Just just nobody's doing it right. They're doing it. (laughs) They think they're doing it. They're just too dumb to to do it correctly. I mean, I guess you have a point there. The judicial system still stands. Mm-hmm. Um, because think about it. They, not sure gets a, po- a court appointed attorney. Yeah. It just it's, happens to be Frito. And he's terrible. He argues on behalf of the prosecution. And, and he broke my window. <laughs> he broke and, my window. And interrupted me while I was watching Ouch My Balls. Yeah. He, he talks. He talks like a dumbass. <laughs> yeah uh that's not the word they use throughout no. the movie no it's not and i uh, i almost said it and i was like no you can't say that now i i think that's a point that you have to this movie could not have gotten <laughs> made in this day and age i mean it was it's it's classic early 2000s humor i mean like mwah, perfect but <laughs> Uh, we're a little bit. Uh, it's it's not it's not as okay now. Yeah, there's certain uh, movies certain that yeah would be a little bit hard to pull off in that. Um, but the legal, like the entire system, still technically exists. Yeah, the president still gives a State of the Union like address to what I'm assuming is Congress. They never do clearly state that's Congress at that well, point. It, well, they have the jumbotron that says House of Representatives. Oh, I, I I guess I missed that. Yes. So yes, it looks like there are way more senators and uh, congressmen um, than there should be. But that being said. That would make sense if the populations increased because they do say that there was a population boom around like 2300. Yes. So even the census and how many representatives you get is still holding true. I do like the Greek or Roman style um, influence on the new government in that government officials wear particular clothing to designate them as such <laughs> yes um, the uh, american flag vest yep for the president uh, everybody else wears different color vests depending on where they fit in the pecking order of the government and everyone wears a white long sleeve uh shirt that has your uh job description or your uh uh your government title on it so secretary of interior on the side of the side of your sleeve with the president with the department seal on the back of your vest i think we should adopt that yes and i don't know who said it who said it before but i know it's been brought up that congressmen and senators should have to wear logos of the companies that they're sponsored by and i think the clothing from idiocracy is 100% what we need to adopt in Congress. I think everybody should have to wear this uniform. You get your title on your (laughs) sleeve. So, you know, uh, represent New York and then you get your logos on the back of your vest. I think it's perfect. You mean they shouldn't have to get Joker style tattoos of who they are getting funded by? No, because that's just every time they lose a sponsor or gain a new one, you got to go in the laser. True, true. You know, this movie. I don't know, like it, it is both aged well to still be relevant, but lost some of its relevance at the same time. I'd agree. And, And it's interesting in that, you know, I. I have something I really want to talk to you about with this movie. But first, I need to ask you, what do you think of the weather today? Terrible. You mean you don't like 40 degree windy weather just a few days before uh, June in Rochester? (laughs) No, 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 I hate it. Doesn't it just make you want to get away somewhere warm? Maybe you could hop on a plane like Ted Cruz and end up in Cancun until, you know, people find out you ran away and you got to run back and be like, well, I was just dropping off my family. Uh, I, I packed in this large piece of luggage for a one day 
uh, trip to drop oh, my daughter's oh, you, off. You mean, you mean like every single Democratic governor that pushed heavy lockdowns and then two days later violated their own lockdown orders to go to states that weren't locked down? You mean like that? Or had parties in their backyard? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not saying that either side isn't uh, <laughs> uh, at fault here. I had to get my jab in. You know, that, that's fine. Uh, but doesn't it make you wish you could get somewhere warmer, plan a trip? It does. It yeah. really does, Jake. With these lockdowns getting lifted, I'm planning trips. I just went to Ithaca. I'm headed down to Virginia. Well, Virginia Beach, Richmond, and D.C. in just a few weeks. And you know what would have made it a lot easier if I had what, a what ad agent. sponsored solution do you have for us today? Oh, I've got uh, off the pages travel also available on Facebook. This is a travel agent Ooh. that will help you plan your travel for you. That you know, sounds lovely. Take the as hassle you know, off. I like non hassle and I am lazy. Yeah, you don't do the research. They'll do the research for you. Oh, that's perfect. That's exactly up my alley. So, Aaron, I recommend you hop onto Facebook and go to Off the Pages Travel. Check them out. Maybe you can plan your next family vacation to. I I don't know where you guys would go to. Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> We're going to Martha's Vineyard next with two small children. That was Off the Pages Travel. Off the Pages Travel on Facebook. On Facebook. The Facebook. The the Facebook. <laughs> You know, Mark Zuckerberg site, uh, the one that somehow we are all enslaved to. And oh, my God, that does bring me to a point that I didn't even think of. Social media is not something that he predicted in this movie. No, it's not. That is something that would need a 2021 update in this movie. Social media would have played a huge huge which i find shocking that he didn't think about it because we had myspace and myspace was at its peak in 20 in 2005 feel like it was like a high school thing though so if he didn't have high schoolers he wouldn't have known about myspace i mean possibly but facebook was already launched at this point because facebook Facebook didn't get popular till Facebook? 08 07 08 uh, 07 no um hold on when did facebook because facebook when, got popular when they opened it up from colleges to um high schoolers but you needed a dot edu to open facebook originally right originally but not when they had not when they opened it so facebook launched in 2004 Facebook opened up to non-college students in 2006. I'm just going to point out that this beer is better as I keep drinking it. It was one of those beers that got better towards the middle. I will say with mine, because I had it um, in the fridge, mine's been getting better as it's been warming up. Well, I, I also had mine in the fridge, so it could be the same situation. Maybe that's what it means by Mexican lager. You're supposed to drink it not cooled. Ooh, or does it mean we're going to get a little bit of Montezuma's revenge later? <laughs> uses uses fresh Mexican water. Uh, you usually you need to drink more than one beer for that to happen. Um, a good twelve pack of Keystone Ice will give you that <laughs> response. Uh, yeah, no, he didn't at all predict social media in the movie, like the role that would play. Right. And and even even if you go with, well, Facebook wasn't as big as it was and all of that, Facebook didn't. In the initial years, Facebook didn't like, oh, my gosh, come into vogue and everybody was like, oh, my gosh, social media. For the first couple of years, Facebook just replaced MySpace. MySpace was already huge and popular. And I I feel like he completely. He missed that. He missed smartphones. I mean, the iPhone wasn't out yet, but that would also completely change the landscape of that right. world. Everyone would have some sort of smartphone. They probably actually wouldn't even have the um, uh, barcode. Their smartphone would be their barcode, and then they right. could be tracked well, everywhere phone, by the algorithm. Their phone would be embedded into their wrist. Or, yeah, like a device like in Fallout, you'd have like the Pip-Boy that you have to... right where um, i mean twitter came out 
was released to the masses in 2006, but it was in beta in 2005. Yes. Yeah, so that made me think what Twitter would be called in the world of idiocracy. And I, all I Twitter. can think of is T uh, per apostrophe WWWTR Twitter. I think it would be titter. Titter? Because everything was sexual. Titter. Yo, check me out on the teats. <laughs> you send out that tit? I got that tit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everything was either sexual or money. Yeah, yeah. I'll open up a savings account for you when I get back in time. What? And like over 500 years that'll invest? I like money. How much like money are you talking about? <laughs> like 10 billion. Oh, the, t- the time machine costs like 20 billion. It'll be like 20 billion. 20. What is that? Like 80? Yeah, 80 billion. Oh, cool, I, like I like it. money. My favorite is at the end. You knew the time machine was just a ride the whole time? Yeah. Sorry, I tricked you, but I like money. Yeah, but if it's not a real time machine, we can't go back in time to give you the, you know, never mind. Forget about it. <laughs> yeah. So I do have another comment about this movie and one of the more political aspects of it. When uh, not sure gets sent to fight uh, the trucks, we do get a news clip. Um, and I will say this is a 20th century Fox movie. At the time, the Fox company was all one giant company. Disney did not own that branch of the Fox company yet. So the only news channel we see in it is Fox News. Yes. And I think there's a lot to be said about Fox News being the surviving news channel. Right. With with uh, shirtless, ripped dude. And, and uh, big tits, McGee. Uh, it didn't at all look like the start of a uh, Brazzers movie. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Just, just a little bit. Uh, I thought that was kind of funny. Like, especially nowadays when you know Fox News has kind of dropped the fair and balanced, and it's about as much news as any of the other cable Ugh. news channels yeah. are. If you want to be informed, don't watch the news. Don't watch the news. No. Yeah. I think uh, Denzel Washington said it best in an interview when he said, if you don't watch the news, you're uninformed. And if you watch the news, you're misinformed. Yeah, that's where we are. Yeah, that is. I don't know. This this was a really good movie. It's probably not the best political movie. And we're probably going to have some more political movies coming through. Yeah. We, but we like a, we like this. I like this uh, as a series. Yeah, I mean, it's something movie fun discussing to the politics of it. break from the history or some of the other things we do. I mean, we yeah. still got some political philosophy probably coming at you. Yeah, um, I actually I want to do two episodes. I think we will disagree a lot more on. Oh, OK. I want to do the political philosophy of socialism and libertarianism. Okay. Because I think there'll be a lot more disagreement in those two episodes. What? We don't align there? Oh, it doesn't mean we can't be friends. We just don't align there. <laughs> Our listeners are going to be shocked. Shocked, I tell you, Jake. Yeah, yes, they will. Uh, you know, I, I've got one other surprise for you today. Uh, oh, great. I can't wait. And it's not a marketing thing. Oh, it's something uh, more politics related. Would it be the shit if it if it was another hidden ad read? (laughs) You double tricked me. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, you know, I got to get those ad reads in uh, because (laughs) that's all people listen to our podcast for is our ad reads. Uh, Elon is going to be very disappointed. That we're giving airtime to other people. You know what? I do feel bad for Elon. We have not really touched on Elon this episode. We're sorry, Elon. Please come to Rochester and build your shit here. You're not coming to Rochester. We're not going to give you as much free airtime as we have. I know. If you give us some Dogecoin, though, maybe. I don't know. Didn't you make Bitcoin like blow up a couple days ago or one of the other coins? Oh, he he fucked over Bitcoin when he said Tesla wouldn't take Bitcoin. 
Right. Anymore. After saying they would, and then after they bought it and then dumped it. And then Doge is going to the moon or Mars. Okay. And then you got, uh, and then you got people posting all these other coins, which then buy- gets my FOMO going. And I buy, I buy shit coins and I'm sitting on 36 billion of a coin that's probably never going to be worth more than, you know, one one millionth of a cent but i have it in case you know one day one day the land of idiocracy comes true and the only currency accepted is a stupid coin based off of a meme that was making fun of something else because when the economies collapsed the idiots were like this is just making fun of a dog i like it i bull and moose tavern token uh, the newest cryptocurrency available to no one. <laughs> <laughs> available on your local crypto trading platform today. Uh, go to we your local H&R Block to buy it. If any, if any of our listeners on any one of the eight of them actually know uh, how to start your own crypto, we are very interested. <laughs> Please uh, let us know. Only if it can make me money. Uh, that's what the pump and dump is for jake Shh. Uh, no uh the pump and dump uh that that's a drink at the starbucks <laughs> gentleman's I, I, latte i i like the pump and dump <laughs> we don't have time to go to starbucks get a hand job i do love at the end of the movie that he's supposed to go take a picture of the plants growing and he gets distracted by starbucks yep. before he remembers after coming out did, did i walk in with pants on right <laughs> this is a good movie it is a very good movie i would like to point out going back to my whole theory of the entire united states political system does still exist it's just run by stupid people when um luke wilson's character becomes president at the end and it's it's very it's very clear he was democratically elected and president (laughs) previous president camacho is there at the state of the union i think they still have the two-term limit they might still have the two-term limit because he looks happy because i mean in all honesty camacho wouldn't have stepped down no he wouldn't have been like Oh yeah, not sure you can be president now. It would have always been I'm I'm the strongest. I'm president. You're going to be my number 2. But he's not. He's very much like retired. So, I think they still have the two terms. It's because the computers are programmed to only allow a president on there <laughs> twice. After they've been on twice, they can't get on the ballot again. Oh man. Uh before we go on to our other politics item, any final thoughts on the move? Um, no, not really. Just to reiterate, there is no fucking way that would be released today. Uh, and everyone should watch it. Everyone should watch it. Absolutely. Yeah. Hands down. If you get offended by it, that's a you problem. Yeah, there's definitely. I think they could make a movie like it today. I think it would be more political if they made it. Yeah. And I don't think it would be as funny. Certain things that definitely would need to be changed. Yeah. Yeah. There there was one line in the movie. um, (laughs) I think it's the doctor that says it um, uh, where he's like, what you you are? It's okay. My sisters are. She's a pilot now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That line would not. Nope. Nope. Not make it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely some of that edgy 2000s comedy that, oh yes, could not make it through. So a little bit of other politics. Okay. We're going to get highly local here for a minute. Yes. Uh, So for our non-Rochester listeners, uh, while I was on vacation, there was a little bit of news I saw. Nope. Um, Nope. No, there wasn't. There, there was no news? No, nope, no. You mean the mayor of the biggest city in Monroe County, the city of Rochester's husband was not arrested for um, possession of drugs and illegal guns in a home the mayor apparently 
apparently lives in and she didn't know about it. Jake, I can't believe you would spew that racist propaganda that is only a political stunt to tarnish our great and illustrious and uh, pure of heart mayor. How dare you, sir? I'm sorry. Um, I, I'm sorry. I should fall into political lines. She is a Democrat. I am a registered Democrat. How <laughs> dare I say something against the mayor of our great city? You um, bite your tongue. Who obviously did nothing wrong. 100% lives in her house in the city with her husband, does not live potentially in Fairport or anywhere else, uh, and then own a home in the city just to be the mayor of Rochester. Mayor. Uh, not at all a thing that happens. Um, no. And obviously her husband was set up. The, the cops Abs. must have broke into yeah. the house mm-hmm. and planted the drugs planted and guns. everything just because he's black. 100%. Even though I'm pretty sure I heard they have them dead to rights on either camera or a, a wire buying drugs from an no, undercover cop. No, not at all. Tau- <sighs> no. Yeah. No. Okay. I'm going to stop playing this role. Yeah. It's an absolute shit show. And uh, Captain Corruption can- Ugh, can't talk. Captain Corruption has struck again. How the fuck is she still in office? I mean, Honestly, is is the city of Rochester like living idiocracy right now? <laughs> like, is that is everybody that was in the movie currently living and voting in the city of Rochester? Like, I I don't understand. We had finance campaign issues. We had Daniel Prude where she knew about it the entire time and she covered it up. We had her completely screwing over rpd and then putting a pet in as the chief of police which now looking at what happened and what the state troopers did um i'm totally convinced that the only reason she put what's her name in as the chief of police is because she knew that there was an investigation out there and she thought if her puppet was the head of rpd that she could control it or at least get a heads up and uh Good job done on the stadies to keep RPD completely out of it and uh, basically saying that they didn't trust anyone within the RPD to coordinate at all. And it was 100% state troopers pulled off. And she had her uncle as her driver on payroll uh, as a way to get family members payment. Um, She didn't take a stance in the whole Judge Astachio thing that originally (laughs) happened uh, oh the gift they kept giving uh is probably now going to be her defense attorney (laughs) is the greatest joke maybe if she could stay sober for you know (laughs) an hour um and then there was a debate in which i guess the other democrat running against her didn't really attack her on any of this i didn't watch the debate so that is just purely me reading the news. And I didn't know there was a debate that went there was on. a debate on Tuesday, five days after her husband got arrested for uh, possession of illegal weapons and. Oh, but Jake, drugs. they've been they have been separated, not legally, of course, but they've been separated for quite some time, even though once again, it, there's no legal documentation to back it up. And her website still says that they're happily married and there were pictures of them together like two weeks ago. Um, and there's news articles that say they're together, but they haven't been together for at least a year. So where's she been living? If he's obviously been living in the house in the city while well, they're separated. Oh, yeah. Just asking so many different things yeah i know i so when this all went down and the whole uh bullshit corruption piece which is buying a home in the city just so you can be mayor um i came up with a new rule that i think should be a state constitution thing or even a federal constitution thing you cannot run for office that is geographically specific. So like 
being the mayor of a town or being a state senator until you have lived in that district for a minimum your your primary residence has to have been in that district for a minimum of five years before you're eligible to run that that's, that's a bad rule that's that's my rule and my thought is that um someone who's choosing to run somewhere just because they think it's in it's an easy district or something isn't going to spend the money to buy a pro and you, you can't rent you have to buy because it has to be a permanent residence is not going to put a five-year investment down just for the thought of running five years down the road i think you would weed out a lot of this you know uh bullshit corruption just saying like this this situation has been absolutely you want to talk about idiocracy i think the city of rochester is living it right now she's probably going to get off not only is she probably going to get off she's probably going to get reelected. if that's the case then we might as well just start getting the the chains that they had in idiocracy just let her wear the vest with the rochester seal on the back i mean i would love love to sit down with someone who truly honestly in their heart believes that she is doing a good job i would love nothing more to sit down with that person and have a beer and talk with them for a couple hours just to figure out what is going on in their mind and what it's like to to live on the planet you know fucking delusional I didn't know about the guns found in my house. I am innocent as I seek a third term as mayor. Uh, term limits, term limits, term limits. I mean, Democrats in New York are uh, just having a great go at it between her and Cuomo. And Cuomo's going to get off. He's going to get away with everything. He's going to get away that, with. Uh, sorry, you say what you're going to say. Oh, he's going to get away with everything. He's going to get away with you know, the complete mishandling of the uh, nursing home and seniors, which kicked off four other states following his guidelines, which, you know, killed a significant fucking portion of our elderly population. He's going to get away with all the sexual abuse and rape that he's committed over the last however many years. Um, Just, you know, this is what book. happens. He wrote a book oh. about defeating COVID. Surely, surely the son of Sam rule would apply to his bullshit book, but it doesn't because he's a Democrat from New York. So it's not like he's OJ writing how I do it. <laughs> it's close. It's close. Uh, and I saw well, it, he doesn't he doesn't write. I'm convinced the man doesn't even know how to, you know, hold a pen. So stay on this local politics for a little bit, because I know. We don't go uh, into modern news that often, usually only our first episode, but this was just too good not to cover. And, you know, I claim to be a Democrat, so I need to show my both sides uh, by shitting on Democrats when they do something this stupid. Um, I also saw Chris Cuomo's in trouble because he was advising his brother during the sexual allegations on how to do media better to make him look less. Um, I did not see that. Yeah. Uh, Doesn't that violate some ethics standard with journalism? There, there was something. He shocking. Uh, Someone with the last name of Cuomo isn't ethical. I'm. I'm shocked. Shocked. I tell doing you. Doing something uh, with advising, like I think he was actually on his brother's payroll to a point um yeah so he advised cuomo during the charges on how to handle the sex scandal he took part of strategy calls advising his brother that's insane yeah on how to respond to the sexual harassment engagements that's going to get swept under the rug as well oh it already did you didn't even hear about it and yeah. this news broke a week ago. So as I said, if you don't if you don't watch the news, you're uninformed. And if you do watch it, you're misinformed. And CNN has already said Cuomo will not be disciplined for it. Of so. course. But if you know, 
if either Cuomo was ever so slightly leaning to the right, we'd already have tarred and feathered them and tried to skin them alive. Oh, come on. Neither of those Cuomos are that far to the left. No, they are but they barely, they have, barely scratching the left side. That is true. I 100% agree. However, they do have that big old D tattooed on their forehead, which gives them carte blanche to do almost anything when it comes to the media. I'm not saying anything else. I'm just saying majority of the media, you have that D after you get you know, free there is There is some truth to that. But yes, uh, so I don't know if in the next few episodes we'll hit on local politics a little bit, but there's some crazy stuff going on in New York that I just might need to bring up with you. It's totally fine. Like, I'm not going to do the research, so you bring up whatever you want. I mean, you've already tricked me twice with ad reads, so. (laughs) I think the second one wasn't that much of a trick. It was just me trying to pivot to an ad read. <laughs> I liked it much better auto- when you said, let's go to an ad break. And I just got to twiddle my thumbs for like 30 seconds. Yeah, but I figured it's more fun for our listeners to actually <laughs> like try to do some sort of ad read and talk about how shitty the weather is in May, May 28th, 2021. <laughs> it was like 30 nine at one point today and the rain yeah. felt like ice bullets hitting you yep yeah mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. apparently toronto made a record low for the temperature at three degrees celsius today at one point mm-hmm. um yeah i'm i'm good to turn global warming back on well don't worry in like a week it's gonna be 87 and thunderstorms i saw perfect I'll i'm actually kind of happy tomorrow's gonna be like in the 60s because taking down a, a tin shed in like 90 degree weather would have sucked because metal gets warm um so at metal least also gets cold jake it yeah, gets cold i would rather have it be cold than burning my hands because i can have gloves on that can hold the cold back but when certain things get hot the gloves don't work nearly as well <laughs> but we true. are drifting too far off politics we talked about a good movie pull it back jake I'll have to bring you some more movies. Uh, You know, maybe next episode we'll do socialism or libertarianism and have a nice heated episode for you guys. Um, I don't know. We'll see where this season takes us at this point. Sounds good, Jake. You got any final things to say to our listeners? Um, Nope. Just to sign us off. Go ahead. Tell everybody to stay safe drink responsibly and uh, we'll see you next time at the tavern. This week's podcast is